0: Welcome to Zichud Avsiman, remembered by Abraham and the Rishonim of Dafkuf Kuf Yud Gimel, the fourteenth parak, Cher Nasa. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara asks, Mishnah Katana da Achabut U Mishnah du What's the difference between a Katana who eats the Rabban Truma and a deaf mute woman who does not eat the Rabban Truma?" After the first reason is rejected, the Gemur explains that the real reason a Heresh may not eat Truma is Gazer Shemeyako Herish Pipakakas. I decree lest a deaf mute cohen feed the rice at Truma to his competent wife. Since she's competent and responsible for her actions, and only married on a drabund level to the Kohen, she would be Hai Misa if she ate it. When the Gemara counters and says then at least, in the case of the Cheresh, it would the deaf mute Kohen and his competent wife, let her eat the and Truma, since she's married to the Kohen on a Drabundant level it answers Gezer Dilma Betruma Derisa. It's a decree less her husband can defier right of level Truma Rush explains that there's no need for a similar decree for Katana married to an adult Koan, less an adult woman married to a minor Kohen truma because the Rabban did not institute marriage for a minor boy I'm pointing with you to the West, what is the difference between a Katana who has the right to a ksuba and a kereshes that does not have the right to a k'suba and the answer <inaudible> that if so, that a kereshes received a k'suba, men would be dissuaded and not marry her in the first place. Rashi explains that men will not be dissuaded from marrying a katana, since she will eventually become competent. The Gemara asks that if this is so, regarding the marriage of a pikachas and a keresh, the talking let the Rabban institute a ksuba for her. <inaudible> for if the competent woman do not get one, they would be dissuaded and not marry deaf-mute men. The Gemara answers that it's not necessary. Since Yosef Meshe'ish wrote to Lisa, Isha wrote to More than a man desires to get married, a woman desires to get married. Therefore, not receiving aksubah will not deter a pikachas from marrying a cherish. I'm pointing with you, the Mishan daf kufyur base on the base state that if a man married a woman who subsequently became insane, a shota, he may not divorce her. Rabbi Yitzhak said, miskareshes, dahavi Under the Raisa law, an insane woman, a Shota, can be divorced, just like a Bikakas can be divorced against her will. What's the reason the Rabban said she cannot be divorced? So that people will not treat her in a hefkar way after the divorce. The Gemara asks, what is the case? If she knows how to safeguard her get and how to safeguard herself, then people will not treat her in a hefkar way. If she does not know how to safeguard her get and herself, is it so that with the Raisa she can be divorced? For it was taught in Rabbi Yannis' base Midrash, the Pasuk states regarding a get, and he placed it in her hand, which teaches, only one who has a hand to accept a get can be divorced, which excludes a shota. And it was stated in Rabbi Shmo's base Midrash, the Pasuk states, and he sent her from his house. Which teaches that only one whose husband sends away and does not return can be divorced, which excludes a who is sent away and returns. The Gemara answered that Rabbi teaching refers to one who can safeguard her get so that she can be the rights of divorced, but cannot safeguard herself from being treated in a hefkar way. So once again, the few points are on number one. The Gemara asks, katana or as the what is the difference between a katan who eats the Truma and a deaf-mute woman who does not eat the Truma? After the first reason is rejected, the gemara explains that the real reason a Choresh may not eat Truma is I decree less a deaf-mute Kohen feed the rice of Truma to his competent wife. Since she's competent and responsible for her actions and only married on a Rabban level to the Kohen, she would be Chai Misa if she ate it. When the word counters and says, then at least in the case of the Ubi Ubikakas, the deaf mute Kohen and his competent wife, let her eat the Rabbanan Truma, since she's married to the Kohen on the Rabbanan level, it answers, Gazer Dilma Asil Uchamba Truma Derisa. It's a decree lest her husband can to fear level Truma. Rush explains that there's no need for a similar decree for Katana, married to an adult Kohen, less an adult woman married to a minor Kohen eat Truma, because the Rabbanan did not institute marriage for a minor boy. The point is, what is the difference between a katana who has the right to a ksuba and a kereshess that does not have the right to a ksuba? And the answer is, that if so, that a kereshess received a ksuba, men would be dissuaded and not marry her in the first place. Rashi explains that men will not be dissuaded from marrying a katana since she will eventually become competent. The asked that if this is so, regarding the marriage of a pikachas and a keresh, talking a let the rabbin institute a ksuba for her. For if the competent woman do not get one, they would be dissuaded and not marry deaf mute men. The Gemara answers that it's not necessary, since Yosemite wrote Isha wrote to More than a man desires to get married, a woman desires to get married. Therefore, not receiving a ksuba will not deter a pikachas from marrying a cherish. I'm pointing with you, the Mishnah Daf based on the base state that if a man married a woman who subsequently became insane, a shota, He may not divorce her. Rabbi Yitzhak said, Under the rights of law, an insane woman, a Shota can be divorced, just like a Pekachas can be divorced, against her will. What's the reason the Rabban said she cannot be divorced? So that people will not treat her in a Hefkar way after the divorce. The Gemara asks, What is the case? If she knows how to safeguard her get, and how to safeguard herself, then people will not treat her in a heftier way. If she does not know how to safeguard her get and herself, is it so that she can be divorced? For it was taught in Rabbi Yannis' base midrash, the Pasuk states regarding a get, and he placed it in her hand, which teaches only one who has a hand to accept a get can be divorced, which excludes a shota. And it was stated in Rabbi Shmo's base midrash, the Pasuk states, and he sent her from his house which teaches that only one whose husband sends away and does not return can be divorced, which excludes a shota, who is sent away and returns. The Gemara answer that Rav Yitzhak's teaching refers to one who can safeguard her get, so that she can be the rights of divorce, but cannot safeguard herself from being treated in a hefker way. All right, so now we go to our Simardav Kofi Gimel, and our standard simon is a geek. A geek. So here goes. The computer geek who was enthusiastically writing the Katana versus Haresh's marriage software program to automatically remind husbands that the Haresh's is the one who cannot receive Truma the Rabbanon, Nora Kasuba, was constantly being interrupted by his Shota wife. He could not divorce because Rabbanon did not permit him. Once again in The computer geek, geek, that must be more duff, Kuf Yud Gimel. The computer geek who was enthusiastically writing the Katana vs. Khareshis marriage software program to automatically remind husbands that the Khareshis is the one who cannot receive Truma Durabanan, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, What's the difference between a Katana who eats Durabanan Truma and a Khareshis who does not eat Durabanan Truma? After the first reason is rejected, the Gemara explains that the real reason a Khareshis may not eat Truma is Gezer Shemi Yahoo Kheresh A I decree less a deaf mute cone feed the rice of Truma to his competent wife. Since she's competent and responsible for her actions and only married on a rebundum level to the Cohen, she would be Chaib Misa. So the computer geek who was enthusiastically writing the Katana versus Hareshas marriage software program to automatically remind husbands that the Keresh is the one who cannot receive Truma the Rabbanon nor a kasuba, which reminds us the Gemara asks what is the difference between the Katana who has the right to Aksuba and a Keresh that does not have the right to a kasuba? and answers that if a Keresh received a kasuba, men would be dissuaded and not marry her in the first place Rashi explains that men will not be dissuaded from marrying a Ketan since she will eventually become competent Gemara said, that if this is so regarding the marriage of a competent woman and a Keresh we talking like Suba, let the Rabban Institute like Suba for her. For if the confident woman do not get one, they would be dissuaded and not marry deaf mute men. The Gemara answers that it's not necessary since, Yosemite Ish, Rotsalisa, Isha More than a man desires to get married, a woman desires to get married. So the computer geek who was enthusiastically writing the Katana versus Haresh's marriage software program to automatically remind husbands that the Haresh's is the one who cannot receive Truma the nor Nora Kasuba, was constantly being interrupted by his Shota wife he could not divorce because the Rabbanan did not. Ibn, which reminds us the Mishnah Dafkuf Kuf yud stated that if a man married a woman who subsequently became a Shota insane he may not divorce her. Rabbi said under the Reis Allah a Shota can be divorced just like a pikachas can be divorced against her will What's the reason the Rabban said she cannot be divorced? So that people will not treat her in a heftier way after the divorce. The Gemara clarifies that Rabbi Yisik's teaching refers to one who can safeguard her get so she can be derised at divorce but cannot safeguard herself from being treated in a heftier way. So once again. The computer geek who was enthusiastically writing the Katana vs. Hareshis marriage software program to automatically remind husbands that the Hareshis is the one who could not receive Truma the Rabbanan, Nora Kasuba was constantly being interrupted by his Shota wife he could not divorce because the Rabbanan did not permit him. All right, now it's time for four blah blah Chazorah. Da'af Kuftes, so the Simur Da'af Kuftes is a Hatzalah first aid kit. So here it goes. The Hatzalah member who grabbed his first aid kit, Hatzalah first aid kit, that must be more than duff. Kooftas! the Hatzalah member who grabbed his first aid kit to help a Yosoma B'chaya Av, who felt while jumping rope, which reminds us, the Mishnah teaches, HaMagash says the who tells the Yavim, if one divorces a woman, remarries her, then dies childless, she is permitted to the Yavim. Rebolezer forbids her to him. Similarly, says says a if one divorces an orphan girl, remarries her, and then dies childless, she is permitted to the Yavim. But Rebolezer forbids her to him. The more seeks to understand Rebolezer's reason for ruling stricting after rejecting the first three explanations and brings Rabashu who said Rebolezer's reason. Is That he decreed Yibum is forbidden with these women because of the concern that they might be confused with an orphan in her father's lifetime who remarried the man who divorced. Reboaz were concerned that if we permit the adult woman or the minor girl in the first two cases to do Yibum, we might come to permit Yibum in the case where the husband remarried the minor after he divorced her, and then died childless. Since that latter marriage is only the rebutton, she is with the Raisa and Erva as a brother's wife from the first marriage, and Yibum would be forbidden. So the Hatzalah member who grabbed his first aid kit, to help a Bechaya of, who fell while jumping rope, made peace between the two girls who were fighting over who gets the next turn, which reminds us Bar Kapar taught the falling Brisa, a person should always cleave to three things and distance himself from three things. He should attach himself to Bahavas making peace between others and annulling vows. He should distance himself from miun ervonos, miun from accepting deposits for safekeeping and from acting as a guarantor. So the Hatzalah member who grabbed his first aid kit to help a yisomah of who felt while jumping rope, made peace between the two girls who were fighting over who gets the next turn, and encouraged a man who said he only learns Torah to join Hatzalah and start performing mitzvahs. Which reminds us, it was taught in the Bryce of Biosi, says, Whoever says he has no Torah, meaning that he does not learn Torah, he has no reward for learning Torah. Well, then when they were asked that this is obvious, it clarifies Rabbi to mean Whoever says he only has Torah, but does not do mitzvahs, does not even have the reward for learning Torah. Another brace teaches that the original statement means that if one only learns, if he taught others to perform mitzvahs, he gets no reward for their performance of mitzvahs. Daf kuf yud. So the sim daf kuf yud is a gold key ceremony. So here goes. The married katana who was awarded a gold key, gold key. That must be worn. than daf kuf yud. The married katana who has awarded a gold key when she reached adulthood and now had a derisive level marriage, which reminds us, Rob holds that a katana that was married must have relations after she reaches adulthood, in order for marriage to be considered the rights of marriage. The Gemara clarifies Locus where Katana did not do me and became an adult, but and she then went and married another man without having received a get from her first husband. And Rav said, Ein rica, get me She does not need a get from the second husband because the condition never took effect. And Shmuel said she does. The case is where the first husband did have relations with her after she became an adult, and that is why Rav says she does not need a get. ...from the second man. The reason Shmuel holds that she does require a get is because he holds... ...Kohabowel does Kedushan boel. Anyone who has relations does so on the basis of the original condition. Since the original condition is only considered a Durban-level marriage... ...the second marriage takes effect on a Durban-level and she requires a get from him. So, the American Katana who was awarded a gold key when she reached adulthood... ...and now had a Durban-level marriage gave it in sympathy to two deaf-mute women married to the same man who died, and they could not do chalitza, which reminds us. The next Mishnah states, "Mishia nasul Lush, Dei if one was married to two orphan female minors, and he died. bi'asa Chalitza, Sashol, Akazmehem, but asa. relations or Chalitza with one of the wives, exempts her sarv, a de Chershos, and similarly, if he was married to two female deaf-mutes. The Gemara says that this implies that a Chalitza is fit for Chalitza, and a Mishnah clearly taught that a Chalitza with a Chalitza is invalid. Rav Gittel said in the name of Rav Abiyah, the comparison in the mission was referring to having relations, not chalitza. Rabbah said you can even say it's referring to chalitza, but the more successfully refutes his position. So, the married katana who was awarded a gold key when she reached adulthood and now had a derisa level marriage, gave it in sympathy to two deaf mute women married to the same man who died, and they could not do chalitza. Instead of choosing between a katana and a koreshah because she had no idea who was more preferable. Which reminds us, Ravada Barabba and his son-in-law were discussing the Mishnah's case of one married to a Katana of a where the din is, the B of the Yavim with one of them does not exempt her Tsara. They said this ruling applies only where the Yavim was a Bikheach, mentally competent, and we do not know who's more preferable to him. Is the Katana more desirable for one day she will reach Claudea, the category of having Das, or is the Charesh's more desirable since she's an adult and a Buzz fit? for having relations. But if the husband was a cherish, certainly the Hareshes was more desirable to him because she was a Basabian, also similar to him. Rav Nachman told him that even in this case, the tanit is in doubt, and therefore doing Yibam with one of them will not exempt her tzara. Daf Kuf Yudal, so the similar Daf Kuf Yudal is a kayak. So here goes. The Yavim who left his divorced Hareshes Yavama on the shore, while well, he took the Katana Yavama he was waiting to do Chalitza with, on a kayaking trip, kayak, that must be one Daf Kuf Yudal. The Yavama left his divorced Hareshis Yavama on the shore. While well, he took the Katana Yavama he was waiting to do Chalitza with on a kayaking trip, which reminds us, the Mishan Daf Kuf Yud, Amadov, stated that if one was married to a Katana and a Hareshis, then Eim as Achiz Mehen relations with one of them, does not release her Tzar. The Gemara asks, what's their Takana? Meaning, how can they be released from their Zikas so they can marry other men? Rav Chis said, in the name of Rav, and Beget, the Katana Tamtin and The album should marry the Chareshis and then divorce with a Get, and the Katana should wait until she reaches adulthood and then perform a Chalitza. Rashi explains that he must divorce the Chareshis because the Chalitza of the minor makes him forbidden to the Chareshis. Rav Chis said, you can infer from this that Rav holds under Rabbinic law, Chareshis Kanuya Umshi Uraris, Katana Kanuya Veina Kanuya, a Chareshis, is the one who is partially acquired and partially left unacquired. And the katana is the one where there's a suffix whether she's acquired or not. So the Yavama left his divorce Kharesha's Yavama on the shore. while well, he took the katana Yavama he was waiting to do chalitza with on a kayaking trip was joined by a small kayak with a Yavam Katan and Yavama Katana. Which reminds us, the second mission of the Daff states, Yavam Katan Shabal Yavama Katana Yigad If a minor Yavam had relations with a minor Yavama, we wait until they grow up together until they reach adults. And explains, there's nothing that can be done since Get Katan ain't no Get. The Get of a Katan is not a Get. In the meantime, they are permitted to live together. So the Yavam who left his divorce, Haresh's Yavama on the shore. while well, it took the Yavama Katana who's waiting to do Chalitza with, on a kayaking trip, was joined by a small kayak with a yavam katan and the yavam katana, and a bigger one with an adult yavamah taking her yavam katan out for the day, which reminds us, the mission continues, If the minor yavam who is above nine years old had relations with the adult yavamah, we wait until she raises him until he reaches adulthood. The Gemara questions how the minor yavam may have relations with the yavamah, but the Pasuk states, to establish a name for his brother, and he's not fit for this. By answer the Pusik states Yavama Yavo Aleha, her Yavam shall come upon her, which implies Kodu, whatever his age is. Rav explains why the Pusik is not needed to teach this. So daf Kuf Beis, so the symbol Daf Kufyud base is a Rubik's cube. So here goes. The woman who put stickers on a Rubik's cube Rubik's cube, that must be one of Daf Kufyod Beis. The woman who put stickers on a Rubik's Cube of all the men she was prohibiting herself to, but did not think to include a sticker of her Yavam, which reminds us, the question was asked, mini mahu. If a married woman said, I'm removed from all Jews, meaning she made a netter not to have benefit from relations with any men, what's the Allah regarding the Yavam? Did she consider at the time she made the netter that her husband might die childless, and she'll fall to the Yavam yibum? If so, then the Yavam is certainly prohibited to her. Or, did she not consider the possibility, in which case, he would be permitted to her. Rush explains why she may have not considered the possibility. Rav said, Yavam enokabal. The Yavam is not like the husband, as the Netter did not apply to him, and if the husband dies childless, he may do yibam with her. Shmuel said, Yavam harukabal. The Yavam is like the husband, and just as a husband. It's forbidden to her, so is he, because the Netter includes him. Abai brings the support for Rav's position. So the woman who put stickers on a Rubik's Cube of all the men she was prohibiting herself to but did not think to include a sticker of her Yavam and ended up getting divorced against her will after she became a Hareshes, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochum Nuri said to the Rabbim, Why may a woman who became a Hareshes be divorced but a man who became a Hareshes may not divorce? They answered, A man who divorces is not comparable to a woman being divorced. For the woman can be divorced with her consent and without it While the man may only divorce with his consent Since a man who is mentally incompetent such as a heresh or a shote, cannot express consent They may not divorce a woman So the woman who put stickers on a Rubik's Cube of all the men she was prohibiting herself to But did not think to include a sticker of her yavam And ended up getting divorced against her will After she became a Got married again unlike the shote she knew who could never get married at all which reminds us, Rami Bar said, What's the difference between a cherish v'hareshes and that the Rabbanin instituted a category of marriage and a shota and a shota that the Rabbanin did not? The answer is that in the case of the cherish v'hareshes, where the rabbinic institution of marriage can endure, they established an asur. Rashi explains that deaf-mutes can get along with other people and serve them with their spouses. In the case of the shota V'Shota, where rabbinic institution of marriage cannot endure, for Ein dar Im nachesh achas, for a man cannot live with a snake inside one basket, they did not institute it. Rush explains that it's not in the nature of insane people to coexist with others peaceably, and the marriage will ultimately fail. All right, so that completes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Wishing you a great day and great learning.